Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, June 4th. And we are all feeling good after Boston's 2-1 overtime victory over the New York Islanders in Game 3 of their second round series. Before we get into all that, let me uh, let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join me tomorrow prior to Game 4 to get in on the conversation. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports, and I'll, I'll talk a bit more about that later. Uh, also, quick reminder to please smash that subscribe button so that you get each new episode in your podcast feed, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. You can download Monday to Friday, listen at your leisure. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. If you're on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, it's Locked On Bruins. And you can find me, my hockey tweets, and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Now, quick note, it is a PA day around here, so there are some uh, extra noises in the background. One of my sons is watching... uh, What are you watching, Ewan? Okay, he was watching the first Mighty Ducks movie, I believe. Are you watching something else now? Nope, Mighty Ducks it is. Now we got a couple kids playing Switch on the porch... And uh, yeah, that's just kind of the Friday it is around here. Uh, later on on the show, we're going to be joined by Mayor Zilberberg uh, for the latest This Week in Hockey. But let's get to last night's game and the Bruins taking care of the New York Islanders in overtime thanks to a Brad Marchand shot that found its way from a bad angle to the top of the net glove side on Simeon Varlamov, who had been... Uh, fantastic for most of the game up until that point and despite the Islanders uh, dominating the overtime period up until that point uh, the Bruins took a 1-0 lead on Craig Smith's opening goal six minutes into the game Uh, the Bruins held that lead until about 526 remaining in regulation where uh, Matt Barzell scored the game tying goal Uh, But the Bruins, like I said, came through in overtime. Uh, Tuka Rask matched Varlamov with some massive stops in the extra frame to set the stage for yet another overtime win for the Boston Bruins, Brad Marchand's second overtime winner of the playoffs. Marchand admitted it wasn't necessarily a great uh, goal, but any puck, especially in overtime, has a chance to go in. That's always something that every team talks about going into overtime You can't pass a shot, pass up a shot. That's another example of it. Kind of the, uh, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It certainly was an area high in the net. Uh, Craig Smith scored in the same area, kind of high glove side on Varlamov. There's been some goals going in that area of the net, uh, Bruce Cassidy said. But did we expect it in to go from there? Obviously you don't, especially after all the saves Varlamov made in tight. But at the end of the day, it did. Perhaps there was a bit of a screen. Maybe he was late picking it up. 
Only he can answer that. Uh, but uh, Bruce Cassidy said, I don't care, to be honest with you. It went in the net. We won the game. You don't ask how sometimes. I think we didn't really steal it, in my estimation. We played a really solid game. Road game. It doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it finds the back of the net, especially this time of year. Like I said, it was Marchand's second overtime winner of the playoffs, one shy of the single postseason record shared by Corey Perry in 2017 and Rocket Richard 1951, Mel Hill in 1939. It was also his 102nd career playoff point, tying him with Phil Esposito for fourth in the Bruins' all-time scoring list. Tukarask was very good in this game. He made 28 saves, including five in the extra session and Cassidy called his performance rock solid. There were some questions about his health coming into this one. He was asked about it again, and he said, as long as I'm out there, it's good enough. It's always good to have a little extra rest between the games. No matter whether you're injured or not, the season has been very hectic overall. It didn't hurt to have those two days off. So, I mean, Rask not really, uh, you know putting out the fire of speculation about his health, but his game did the talking, certainly, and he was uh, very good for the Bruins. The Bruins were also very active when it came to blocking shots, uh, being very, uh, yeah, just a great effort in the defensive end, uh, really helped, uh, and the Bruins, again, were able to survive that early barrage in overtime by the um, Islanders and then get the goal at the other end of the ice. Uh, Craig Smith returning after missing game two with a lower body injury. Like I mentioned, he opened the scoring with a great uh, feed from Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall uh, created that play with an amazing back check on Matt Barzell. He got the puck to Matt Grizzlick with one hand and then uh, got it back to Hall, who set up the goal. Just an amazing play. Uh, Smith said of Hall, he's a special kid, a special player. From day one, from his start of his career, I think he's had exceptional speed and exceptional mind for the game. To see the plays he's made and the way he talks on the bench, how smart he is and looking for opportunities to score and make things happen. One of the best players I've played with. And uh, yeah, that second line was very good. Uh, David Krejci was robbed of a goal uh, that would have been his first in the playoffs by Simeon Varlamov. Um, the first line, not as good as they had been in previous games. Marchand and Pasternak taking regulation time penalties. But uh, again, that line 1B really stepped up for the Bruins. Um, and then, of course, Marchand with the game winner. Now, there was one negative note here in this game, and that was Brandon Carlo exiting early in the third period after taking a heavy hit from Cal Clutterbuck. Carlo, his face appeared to slam into the glass. He fell to the ice, struggled to get to his feet, and needed assistance from medical staff to get back to the dressing room. Of course, Carlo missed several weeks in March after suffering a concussion on a high hit from uh, Tom Wilson, and it certainly didn't look good at the time. Uh, the NBC cameras really stayed on him for quite a while, and you could see that he was really blinking, staring blankly, didn't seem like he knew exactly where he was. But there was an encouraging update after the game. Uh, Cassidy said Carlo was feeling pretty good. Uh, don't know what that means relative to the hit. That's the one 
they have to assess here in the morning on Friday. Um, but it didn't seem as bad, perhaps, uh, as it looked. Um, don't want to rule him out until they see him in the morning, get a final word from the medical staff. Never looks good when you leave like that, Cassidy said, but at the end of the day, he was here talking to his teammates after the game, so maybe he'll be fine. Smitty came back quick from an injury that we weren't sure on, he said, so hopefully it's some good news with Brandon as well, although lower body and uh, head injury, obviously quite different uh, things to uh, monitor. In all situations in this one, the Bruins had a 72-56 advantage in terms of shot attempts, 41-29 in shots. They had very few shots, you know, almost halfway through the game, single digits, and then they really turned it on. Scoring chances um, were 41-34 for the Bruins. Uh, High danger chances, 13-12 for the Islanders expected goals. The Islanders had a slight advantage, but again, the Bruins getting pucks on net, getting the winner from a non-expected area, uh, from a very tight angle, uh, but it found a way in and the Bruins now have a two, one series lead heading into Saturday's game four against the New York Islanders, which will begin at 7 15 PM Eastern. Uh, again, I'm planning to be on locker room, probably around, uh, 45. So download the app, uh, and join the locked on Bruins room. You can get notifications of when I'll be live and you can come in and join the conversation. Uh, and we can talk about, uh, our Bruins and, uh, yeah, what we are looking for ahead of game four. So overall, you know, kind of an up and down game for the Bruins, but they found a way and, um, yeah, thank goodness for Craig Smith and Taylor Hall. They played fantastic and the Bruins are very blessed to have that second scoring line intact. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully they can keep things rolling. One adjustment I would make for game four would be a switch on the fourth line. I talked about this on Twitter last night. I'd love to see Carson Kuhlman come in, uh, to spot Chris Wagner and, uh, yeah, just that fourth line. Very frustrating at times. Uh, took a penalty late in the game. And uh, really just would like to see someone with a bit more speed and skill uh, who, you know, has some of the same skills as Wagner in terms of forechecking and maybe not as much physicality. But I think the Bruins could really make um, some headway by making that change. Before we get to this week in hockey with Mare, let's talk for a moment about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. They can create one for you uh, with globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There's no manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. They're trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. 
Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and it comes in nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor. I just received one the other day, Grasshopper Cookie, which I hear is very good. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they definitely have their favorites, whether it's coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, or salted caramel. There is something for everyone. If you haven't tried all nine flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each. Now, they're not just delicious, they're also healthy too. Most of the flavors have around 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Today, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Com. All right, it is every other Friday, and that means it is time for this. this I think we should stop calling it this week in hockey and call right, it this, this, this fortnight uh, in hockey. This, this alternating week in yes, hockey. This every other week in hockey with Mayor from Long Island, who uh, lives quite close to Nassau Coliseum. And uh, did you send some, uh, I don't know. Did you like egg I, it or toilet paper it or something? Right. For me? I did send you some vibes last night, though. You I saw did, yes. and they worked. Thank you. I appreciate they that. Worked. Yes, and when I went work. to bed, I didn't make any comments because I'm big on jinxing and superstition. All I said was Godspeed. Yes. And <laughs> you can attest. God, God was on that puck. How long did I didn't even look at? I just looked at the score this morning. I didn't even look at anything else. How long did it go? Uh, it wasn't very long, actually. Oh, there was, was no like, second OT. No, it was just one okay. OT. Okay. And what well, time? then the guy they blessed you too because you did not want to stay up. No, I did not want to stay up. Yeah, I, it was done before ten thirty. I want to say. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, I it was, was like three thirty-six in overtime. Actually, <laughs> I was, I was, I was totally asleep by then. So. But the Islanders had five shots on goal in those three minutes and 36 Jeez. seconds. And then Brad Marchand's goal. Oh, it was like I saw Whatever. somebody on in Twitter. My, in my playoff pool, I picked him for the points leader this series. So well, fine. there you go. <sighs> Justin Bourne was asking like what the odds of that shot going in. And someone mathematical responded like three out of a thousand, I think. Wow. So. He's making up for gods. that that shootout whiff from. Uh, yes, true. Yes, that threw everything <laughs> he's still off. Make, he's still making up for it. I I contend that because that was I know uh, I know you, you know, think that that's what that's that, what set the world on fire. Exactly shifted the uh, see my, my the two, axis of the universe. My two best friends and I think that like at the beginning of the 2019 season. Kale McCarr lit the black flame and that just like mm. threw oh, off wow. the hockey world. That's our, that's like, cause, cause you know, it has to be a virgin who does it. And we, but the abs are so good. Maybe it was Anyways. like a sacrifice that he made. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. He oh, sacrificed okay, okay. something, wow. lit the black flame candle and like that just blew everything up. That's dark. I know we're, we're like that anyways. So you guys now, my first question is, are you actually in a uh, emotional space to discuss hockey? Yes. After what yes. transpired I, earlier this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, yes. Listen, it like you and I had a very reasonable conversation, I guess the next morning mm-hmm. where I like how you make that face. We had a reasonable conversation <laughs> yeah. that never happened. What? 
um, where I said, like you said, you're like, objectively, it makes no sense. You, exactly. you have to own objectively. Yeah. You said objectively, it makes no sense that the Leafs were eliminated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's true. But so like, I'm not going to make sense of it and I'm not oh. going to fix it. So what am I going to do? I just have yeah. to deal with it. I guess. Yeah. I like, mean, for once I'm being pragmatic. Yeah. If you look at how those three games ended. Yeah. There's no, there's no logical reason why the Montreal Canadians are still playing and the Toronto Maple Leafs are not. And they're, and the Canadians right. are winning and I'm rooting for them. That's even more logical. I'm actively cheering for the Canadians over the Winnipeg Jets. Why? That makes no sense. Well, because of that Jake Allen hit. Uh, yes. Jake Evans. I mean, yeah. Jake Evans. I'm yep. like, why did I say Jake Allen? Yeah. Well, he's a Canadian as well. Okay. Yeah, that was um yeah, That's what are your why. thoughts I mean, on that? Now uh, I I right. Now I'm like I hate the Habs. I don't want them to win anything, but now I'm kind of like, well, that was an early hit in Winnipeg. Yeah. Like and I'm my dad's from Winnipeg. He was a Jets fan. Like I I don't know. I'm I know. Just, I lived there too. I I uh I, I don't like know. Everything's Winnipeg out of people. whack. <laughs> what are Everything's your thoughts on that uh thoughts on that suspension? Oh my god. These are my thoughts on the suspension. I have no idea if that's a reasonable punishment mm. because they're so inconsistent. Like the same hit by someone else is a fine. Is that so like, hit half as egregious as Nazim Kadri, or is it because Kadri is a repeat offender? Right. Like I, that's my point. And then what about nefarious? the whole? What about the whole Tom Wilson? Rangers Tom thing. like yeah, Tom Tom. Wilson. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting all. But this is my point. Like they're so inconsistent that I, I don't know. know. You know, people have opinions and I'm like, I can't have an opinion because they don't never do anything the same. There's no standard. I think four games is reasonable. I was expecting something like two. I would have liked to have seen six just to guarantee that he won't be back this series because that could get kind of messy. Right, right. Um, Right. A lot of people are, you know, saying he's 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 generally a clean, respectable player. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's kind of weird because some people are even making him out to be like a victim in this situation, like poor Mark Shifley, blah, blah, blah. But that's, you know, ridiculous. Right. It was a stupid play, huge sore loser energy. And yeah, hopefully Jake Evans is okay and he can play again this season, but that's kind of up in right. the air as well. Right. Right. So I don't know. I mean, just like players say, forget it. There's nothing, there's no standard and it's impossible to judge if, uh, if a punishment that's doled out is fair when they're so inconsistent. Anyways. Yeah. I those totally are my agree. feelings. I agree. Speaking of Nas and Kadri, I think there's supposed to be a decision today on his. Oh, right. Cause he appealed, right? The appeal, the appeal. Or he appealed, it was denied, and then now he's appealing to like a third party. Oh my god, he's like reappealing. Yeah, I wonder. You can take it to what, a neutral third party, I guess. I wonder why he's like. I mean, so just he's eight never years. Done that before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right, maybe that's why. But he's never done that before. Like he was suspended for the entire Leafs. I mean, not that the Leafs went that long, but anyways. <laughs> I mean, technically, he could have come back if, if right. You know, they had Anyways, advanced, I don't. But... It's interesting. Well, we'll see what happens there. I but, was expecting yeah. a suspension, like not until the Bruins or the if the Bruins and Avs met in the in the final per se. That's when I was expecting a Cadre suspension to, yeah. to occur. But but uh, yeah, 
that's interesting one to keep an eye on for sure. Have you been watching any other hockey at all this week or not really? I kind of took the week off from hockey. Oh wait, um, let's talk about Mitch Marner for a second. A oh great. What are your thoughts on his kind of post oh, uh, season Zoom availability? A lot of people were kind of harping on him for being super defensive. Oh. He poo-pooed that report that he didn't want to play somewhere on the right. power play. I, I mean, there there are now circulating sort of like multiple like hush-hush stories and reports about him being a bit of a diva or whatever. Right. Uh, and I, who knows? Who knows what the truth is? I, I don't know. I, Mitch Marner is so confounding to me sometimes because I generally think he's a likable guy and he's obviously a very talented player. He definitely struggles to show up in the playoffs, but then he had that save against the Bruins that one, a couple years ago, that like series saving save. Do you remember what I'm talking about? He like, no. in front of the I block out and he leaps. Uh, he yeah. Sure. The Bruins. Anyway, yeah. um, whatever he, my general feeling. And I said this at the end of last season too, I actually believe this is that for his own sake, I think he needs to move on from Toronto. Mm. And I'm not saying, I'm not like standing here saying trade Mitch Marner. Like, it's not like I, but I don't think that he, given the history, given the bad blood, given the media attention and his sensitivity to it, which is fine. I just don't think he's ever going to meet the expectations that there are for him. I don't think, I was thinking about this morning. I was listening to the 31 Thoughts podcast too. They were talking a lot about this. When they mentioned like maybe Toronto doesn't want to trade him, but it could come to a point where he says, I don't, I prefer not to play in this market kind of thing, just because of the way he's like a whipping boy kind of. It could, except that like he had the opportunity to leave. That's true. And he did. Well, yeah, I guess as a restricted free agent, but. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and UFC. Before the next event, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You don't have to sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams continue their runs in the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Today on Locked On Today, an embarrassing exit for the Los Angeles Lakers. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. I think the only there's no real trades that make sense though. Like, right? They floated. They those guys said that you know they would want a player like a Charlie McAvoy. Not that there would be a Boston Toronto trade, but that kind of player. And you're not trading that kind of player to anyone. If you would suggest that to any Bruins fan, they would laugh in your face because of how right. good Charlie McAvoy is and still could be. So right. who do they, who are they trading for? Like the only thing know. that possibly makes sense is Seth Jones, because he wants out of Columbus. 
Right. Seth Jones, Max Domi, perhaps, but Ugh. Ugh. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that if I was a Leaf. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. No. I wouldn't but do that's, that. Right. I don't know what makes sense, but I also don't know that he's ever going to have the success here that people want him to have or expect right. him to have. You're not trading him for Jack Eichel, probably. That would make probably. sense. Probably. In theory, but. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Crazy, crazy times. It's going to be very fascinating to see, A, what happens in Toronto, if there's any effects. And the Jack Eichel thing, I think, is going to be pretty uh, pretty crazy as well. Because I guess they're – he's like – they're still going back and forth about his neck injury and whether or not he needs right. surgery. And, well, is, is that going to affect his trade value? I don't know. It's going to be fascinating right. to see if he's traded. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I mean, it always is to a degree, but I mm-hmm. think, and also just the unknown of, of what the divisions look like next season. Are they going right. back to normal? Do we know that yet? Or the, the border's not open. Know. Like, are they? Yeah, I know. So I kind of want them to go back. I don't care if they go back to the old divisions, but I am hoping they go back to one, one to eight conference seedings for the playoffs instead of the, Atlantic and Metro, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. playoff format. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, those those are my thoughts. I just, I don't know. It is what it is. It, it, I I don't know what they're gonna do about Mitch Marner, and I think it's a it's a problem because he he full like he just can't he can't meet expectations in the playoffs. It's weird. Mm-hmm. He has, he had such a strong season. People were feeling better about him staying. It was, it was good. And then he just like, Flaw. I mean, it really shows how we prioritize playoff success over regular season success yes. for sure. Yes. Yes. Which is kind of odd because it's like, do you measure someone's success as a hockey player over 82 or 56 games? Or do you measure someone's success over a random? Right. 14 seven game sample size right well a really good example of that is the three nominees for Mm. yeah exactly ted lindsey trophy yeah is it three yeah Yeah, it's it's mcdavid crosby and matthews and not a single one of them made it past the first round yeah brad marchand should have been in there he finished third in scoring so i don't know anyways and it, oh, it's it, gonna... it's an interesting sort of conversation about like oh yeah and the format. thing is like you say he's an 11 million dollar player or whatever the players are paid for the regular season they're not paid right. for playoff right. production right. as well but so then we like, value yeah then exactly. we value the playoffs more no it's true anyways anyways what else is going on? Saber is going to get the number one pick. I guess that was the other big story of the week. Yeah, well, it's poor Sabres. I mean, not really. It's Buffalo. Anyways, they, okay. <laughs> like, I, I just don't inter- have any feelings and thoughts on Buffalo. <laughs> Apparently not. I am interested in the um, the OHL draft goes tonight. Oh, and, are you? Um, I, I'm going to watch Sweet Tooth tonight. That's what I'm I'm only watch. interested in it because there could be the first uh, female chosen in the ohl draft i tweeted out about that the other day you did that's really exciting actually okay now yeah. i care a little bit <laughs> so uh her name is my mind taya 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 curry she's from london cool no. yeah park hill ontario and uh she could be i don't know first. what that means she's a goalie oh i love uh, me people are pretty high on her so 
I had some people say to me, like, she maybe be better served, even if she is drafted, like going to the playing at a American college or something like that. But I think it'd be pretty cool if she played in the OHL. That would. That'd be and, super cool. Uh, yeah. The Sarnia wow. Sting are apparently very high on her. Um, cool. So, yeah, I'm very excited to see about that. I'm excited for you to tell me how it turns out. I will. I know you will. Other than that, what's going on? You mentioned, uh, yeah, well, first of all, some TV talk. Yes. You're uh, two episodes into Mayor, Mayor of Easttown. Town, which is, is, it's good. First of all, I thought it was called the Mayor of Easttown. I know, I thought I'm it was sure, about, but it's, I, I mean, there it's was a play some of sort words. Of horse tie in there. No, okay. Obviously, her name is short for something like Marilyn or whatever it is. I uh, think yeah, I, I guess. No, I think that someone told me that at some point in one of the later episodes, it's like mentioned, but whatever, uh, okay. we'll find out. That's Marilyn. not really a spoiler. Right. Um, I don't know if that's what it is. I don't know what it's short for, but it, yeah. And then my my brother-in-law was actually joking that it was like at me, like at mayor of Easttown. Like, right, yeah. Like, like there's so many yeah, different ways weird? this can be spelled. Anyways, no, whatever. Um, she's so good. Kate Winslet is so good in it. Yeah, she's really um, good. I forgot how good it, she is. I know you're one episode in and I've only watched one. Yeah. You're going to like the second episode. You need to watch it. But, um, and it's, so it's good. And I'm, but we're going to pause tonight on that because sweet tooth comes out on Netflix. Are you going to watch that in its entirety before moving on or what? No, no. I think we'll probably go back and forth between the two, you know, alternating. I don't want to, I don't want to pause mayor of East town for like a whole week or whatever. However, I know I have to pause um, it for hockey games as well as right we so up we'll, on probably, we'll probably go back and forth between the two um very different shows so that's fine but yes. yeah and we have to watch Sweet Tooth first to decide if my oldest can watch it because he's all oh what's it stuff. rated I don't know what it's rated but the preview looked pretty like 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 dark themes you know what I mean like discrimination yeah and, yeah so, I do I love me some bill hater no it's not bill hater who is it it's um will forte yes it's rated tv 14 on netflix i'm intrigued by just to go back to mayor of easttown for a minute the the guy pierce character i always remember him whenever i think of him i think of iron man 3 and the kind of hokey bad guy that he played you remember that he was Um, in iron man 3 no, I don't. He's like one of those bad guys. Where he's oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like an okay, old school so Batman bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so yes, and and it's tea. funny that you say that because John and I had this conversation where I was like, "Do you think it's him?" Mm-hmm. And John was like, "I think we're supposed to think it's him, but I think it's like a you know." But they were like, together. Right. Night. Well, that was well. No. But, okay. So wait till episode two though, because time of whatever it's not clear it's not he did clear give what off time. he did give off some creepy vibes right I'll so but that. but did he give off creepy vibes you have to watch i can't like say too much until you've seen episode two because at the end of episode two then there's like a whole other wrench thrown oh, in gosh. it whatever so so john was like i think they're just trying to throw us in multiple directions so that we have no idea and like maybe. every time you think every time you think okay maybe i'm settling on someone something new comes up maybe it's roy from the office Okay. Did you notice um, he's in there? Did you you don't you don't like The Office, do you? I've watched The Office, but like I'm not like one of those people who Roy. watches it a million. Times. Roy's in the Roy's in Mayor of Easttown. 
Um, I actually know who you're talking about now. He's the ex-husband. Yes. Can you watch episode two? I know. Watch it tonight. <laughs> we, I think, yeah, we're planning to watch it tonight. Okay. Just watch episode two because we then we need to talk about it. Did you did you ever finish Game Changers? No, I never started Game Changers. I what? Didn't watch Mighty Game Ducks? Oh, yes, you did. sorry. Yes, I did. About? What do you think I, I was, was talking about? I don't. The other show you like about sports, the basketball. Last one. Chance You. Oh, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. I got confused. No, we didn't finish that either. I whatever. My kids didn't like it, so oh, like yeah, I didn't yeah. get hooked. Whatever. Oh, How did yeah. it end? Just spoil it for me. I don't care. Well, it ended. It should be called Name Changers because okay. it ended with. The ducks, the like the ducks and the don't bothers were scheduled to play in the state finals. Oh, so the don't the, bothers got good. They did, but okay. the don't because Coach Bombay stepped in and blah, blah. okay, so Coach Bombay took over. But the don't bothers, they couldn't play because one of their players, the player that they poached from the ducks, she had a knee injury. And they only had 10 players. They're down to nine, so they couldn't play. They forfeit the state championship, and the Ducks win. But then they say, we'll play in an unofficial game. If the Ducks win, the Don't Bothers have to fold. Okay. If the Don't Bothers win, they get to take over the Ducks' name. Okay, so the Coach Bombay. And then lo and behold, the Don't win. Bothers win, so they now are the Ducks. Hence, so they, they, why it should be called Name Changers. Okay. Did uh, Coach Bombay and uh, the mom? No, they didn't really. Uh, they, they didn't really go that? there. There was like okay. sparks, but right. they didn't really go. Is there a season on. two of this show or no? I would imagine there will be. Okay. Like a Cobra cool. Kai kind so of. So wait, thing. when the when the old ducks, like original ducks, made their yeah. guest appearance, were they like helping coach the team? Is that what happened? Not really. No, they oh, were. Okay. There was like a ducks gala that they attended, and oh, fine, whatever. It's boring. Um, <laughs> anyways, anyways, I'm glad that Coach Bombay decided he loved hockey, and they, anyways, yeah. One final note on TV talk: Cobra Kai, yeah, season four. Teaser dropped and the return yep. of Terry Silver. I am so so excited. So excited about that. And I rewatched we Karate Kid. About how Ted Lasso comes back? We did, right? Ted I wasn't Lasso. done my Cobra Kai. Thought. Sorry, I'm excited about Ted Lasso. I <laughs> recently rewatched Karate Kid Part Three, and Terry Silver is so over the top and amazing. I cannot wait for him to come back. It's such a fun show. In season four. And yeah, Ted Lasso. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff coming this summer. Ted Lasso season two. Loki starts next week. I was, wait, but also, oh my, wait, Sweet Tooth and Loki are going to be on at the same time. Oh God, there's Mm -hmm. so much TV. But Loki is like week week to week, I think. Okay, and doesn't Lupin come back? Yes, next Friday. Yeah, so there, wow. I need, we need to finish Mayor of East Town this week or else there's going to be too much to watch. That's a problem we haven't had in a while. Too much to watch. Wow. Wow. And then I'm busy like every other night, obviously. Right. Right. Um, well, for now. For, for the foreseeable future. Yep. For the least, foreseeable future for now. Once they get rid of the Islanders. Well, that part I'm okay with. Play Go the for lightning it. or the hurricanes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm glad about because if the Leafs had won, the Bruins would have had to play the West Division winner. So they get to avoid Colorado or Vegas in the third weird round. format. I know. I don't I don't love it. Anyways. 
Anything yeah, else uh, you'd like to add to the conversation? Not really. Today's a PA day, so I have, oh. you can probably hear children in the background. I mean, I mean, I can always hear children in the background these days at your house. Most days are half yeah. PA days these days anyways. Yeah. I mean, there's just nothing else you can do. I saw an article this morning about how online attendance is dwindling. And it's certainly true in our I'm house. Sh- yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, just another kid just came to our house. We have one friend Oh, you're over, just collecting kids. One friend over with our oldest. Another just came by looking for a middle kid. Oh, they're just... it's Okay, I know in my mind that Guelph is not like a small town. But the way you talk about like the your kids like come and go and they're afraid, it, I feel like you live in a tiny town. Well, our neighborhood <laughs> is weird because it's kind of like in a little corner of the town. So it's pretty not isolated, but we can get. Uh, yeah, there's like in our neighborhood, we're comfortable with our boys. OK, because like I live in I mean, I guess it's not wouldn't be true. Town. Like necessarily I live in like downtown. a suburb. But I'm, I don't know, maybe when we move houses to like a little bit of a more neighborhood area, it'll right. be like that. I don't know. Our, our neighborhood is very much a neighborhood. Right. Because like your middle child is only one year older than my oldest. And mm. he would, I would not in a million years be like, okay, go to the park, have fun, bye. Like, <laughs> yeah. Never. Like the park is like really right behind our house. And yeah. Right. I would just, I'm I not know, saying, nice. listeners, I'm not saying Ian is a bad parent. I, I I'm just saying it's like such a different no, it's nice. reality. And then I'm like, as a as someone who was born and raised in downtown Toronto, yeah. I'm like maybe See, Guelph different. is a small maybe Guelph is a small town, and I just have no concept of things. That's very different for sure. So, anyways, well, Mary, thanks, thanks for um, jumping on. Where can people find your um, hockey oh, content? Are you still doing ne- page six over the summer? No, I don't want to talk about hockey ever again. Yes, I am. All right. Um, uh... (laughs) Yeah, that's it. No, you can't find me. I'm hiding at Mare Out Loud on Twitter, at TLNDC for when I decide to talk about hockey again because it's less painful. What happened to your podcast? Uh, I don't know. John and I got busy with life. We did a podcast a couple times. I don't think it really picked up at all and it was hard to schedule because we're on different time zones and we're both parents working from home blah 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 maybe over the summer we'll have more time okay once the once the mitch marner trade breaks you should probably do a yeah we were gonna do a yeah we were gonna do a playoff episode but like listen i am in the middle of moving and like i just don't have the brain power for many true 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 as my youngest said to me the other day yesterday in the car she goes can you buy me big chocolate oreos and big vanilla oreos and watermelon and i said yes i can and she goes don't forget keep it in your brain i know that's hard for you oh wow yeah (laughs) i was like i have been called out that's cool keep it in your brain (laughs) it's like okay Anyways, my four and a half year old knows very well that keeping things in my brain is hard right now. Right, right, right. So. Well, before we wrap up, I want to remind listeners that I'll probably be jumping on locker room tomorrow before game four. So feel free to jump on there and join the chat. I had a great chat with a Bruins fan from Germany before game oh, that's one. Cool. Yeah, it was really cool. That's so cool. yeah, jump on if you can, folks. And uh, we will, I might, 
I don't know. I could do a emergency, or not an emergency pod, but a bonus pod on Sunday to talk about game four. So stay tuned an for that. An emergency pod. Not an emergency pod, a post. <laughs> our emergency head of pod meeting. calls it a post, postcast. A postcast. It would be the next okay. day. Anyways. Okay. Best thing to do is just subscribe to Locked on Bruins so you never miss an episode. Sounds like a plan to me.